0: Hey everyone, Chris here with another podcast on Election Day. The reason I'm doing these podcasts on Election Day is, well, because I think you guys need to be informed on how the whole process works and things of that nature. The introduction one, I kind of figured it was a little over the place, I apologize on that, uh, but this one is on the Electoral College and why the Electoral College is full of shit. And uh, just go over many different things here, but... Primarily to educate you guys on why popular vote matters more. And uh, also on this segment is why. Actually, that'll be our next segment on why Election Day should be a federal holiday. But let's go ahead and go over the Electoral College. So the electoral college is determined based on the amount or population of a pacific state and obviously california would lead that uh, due to the fact that california has over oh, i think over 40 million people now it might be more than that uh, but they have the majority of the electoral college and then it's followed by texas and then florida and then other states and the thing of the matter is that uh, depending on how many representatives you have in the U.S. House of Representatives, plus the United States Senate, determines your Electoral College. This system can be flawed, and there's a variety of different ways it can be flawed. Uh, the reason, one of the main reasons, is that popular vote sometimes does not win the election. We found this out in 2000. We found this out in 2016. And then there are the arguments from a lot of people that say, well, the Electoral College is needed because the rural votes matter. And uh, I hate to break it to them, but uh, your vote still doesn't matter either. Because let's say that city, let's say your state has five different cities and the majority of them vote Democrat or even if they vote Republican. If the population outweighs it, you are going to, in return, have that state pool for that specific party. So, regardless, your vote does not fully matter. But however, you should show up at the polls to vote to swing that state to whatever Democrat, Republican, Independent, Libertarian. However, what we're finding out. Uh, As in the 2016 election, is only that 25 to 30% of the total population that is eligible to vote actually votes. (laughs) They're saying this year, 50% of the population might vote, which would be closer to over 120 million votes or even more than that. Now, if we could get to 80 to 100% turnout in the elections, uh, then we would really have a deciding factor on who, you know, the majority of the population chooses as the president of the United States. On another podcast, I'm going to go over the history of the Electoral College, uh, but this is just going over the specifics of uh, the actual Electoral College and why I think the whole system is flawed. and. The whole system is flawed because your vote actually, like I said, your vote does not count fully. And I understand that many of you guys think that um, it may be the better scenario, but it also allows other things to happen as well. And uh, for example, the presidential candidates this election mainly only focused on swing states. But what happens if we didn't have the electoral college and they had to focus on all states? Imagine that. Imagine if... Even your small state of, let's say, New Hampshire or Alaska. I mean, Alaska doesn't have a lot of electoral colleges. We never hear anybody going over there to try to swing it. South Dakota, North Dakota, Montana. What happens if those states mattered as well? I think the people would turn out and vote more. I've talked to many people throughout the years, and... Uh, the majority of people do not vote because they don't feel like in presidential election that their vote counts. However, like I've said in the prior podcast, local elections matter as well. So do state elections and so do your representatives for your Senate and U.S. House of Representatives. They matter as well. So we need to educate our voters better. And uh, even the ads of this election, we're mainly focused on the presidential race. I mean, come on now. If you're going to promote people to go out and vote, you have to promote local, state, and federal elections for Congress as well. You can't just promote presidential elections only. I mean, we got to quit making this so one-sided. And your vote in the rural part of your state matters just as much as a populist vote uh, in the major cities. And I heard this argument with California, and let's break it down pretty much. California has voted for Republican governors. So this whole thing that they don't vote Republican in California is a total lie. I think the majority for presidential candidates would probably vote for a Democratic candidate just because a lot of the policies aligned with the mass population in California. However, uh, I could bring up statistics, which I will in future podcasts, that show just exactly how close the presidential race is in states like California and stuff like that, and how much of a difference the popular vote is. If you combine this all together and you look at it as a whole, I mean... The only time the Republican Party has won the popular vote in the elections is in the 2004 election. And I believe that was between John Kerry and uh, George W. Bush. And George Bush won popular vote that time. But if you look at the 2000 election, he lost the popular vote. Now, that was a close election. It was not like 2016 where Trump beat hillary clinton in the electoral college but lost by three million votes in the popular vote uh, leading many to question once again that the electoral college is a flawed system like i said i'm gonna go over the history of the electoral college on a future podcast because if we went over it now you know you're looking at a you know a long 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 podcast but as you go out to vote today remember your local officials your federal officials your state officials You're voting for a lot of different things today. You're not just voting for president of the United States, even though it's probably the most popular choice that people take. What happens if you have a flawed governor or state representative or local representative that you don't like? I mean, you got to vote these people out, too. I just talked about this in the first podcast that was released on this podcast channel for the Angry American. And... The, the the thing of the matter is Many people aren't educated on the local officials I 100% am not loca- uh, Educated on that Because we have school board members that run We have other people that run as well So We need to educate ourselves better in this country On voting and get the right people in office Now like I said in 2018 I ran for office I didn't win the uh, office because I ended up dropping out due to threats Yes <laughs> The long story cut short, but I listened to what people were saying in the town that I was in, and uh, what their requests were. And I looked into a lot of voting records and things of that nature. Then I educated, you know, people in the community, which was a hard community to win because they majority vote straight party, and it's it's an it's an unfortunate thing, but. It was my first step into running for office, and uh, it is a, quite a learning experience. But I think people running for office need to educate the voter base a little bit better on what their policies and procedures are gonna be. They need to let them know like, what they stand for. They need to go door-to-door, and that's been really hard this year due to COVID. Usually you know, we have door-to-door um, politics or door-to-to-politics door-to-door campaigning, I mean. And, you know, Electoral College, like this election, you know, we're, we're they pretty much already know which states are going to vote what. Uh, but what happens if that's wrong, too? You don't know. Uh, but we see the president and we see Joe Biden concentrating primarily on Florida, Georgia, Pennsylvania, Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, and uh, Texas. Not so much Texas. They think it's going to lean Republican. Uh, but my point is, uh, a lot of people feel like their vote doesn't count when uh, nobody visits their state. And I think in the plain states, you have primarily voting for Republican. Uh, but it's a flawed system because if a states always lean towards one way, uh, that candidate that's running for president, if they're running Democratic ticket or another ticket, might not even visit that state at all. Uh, leading to the other candidate winning because, you know, historically speaking, it kind of stays the same. But it's a flawed system because, like I said, if 80% of all people in America voted, I think we would have a better turnout. I think people would be more accepting of the results. I think people would learn that the Electoral College is a flawed system, uh, that it's a system designed... uh, it's, It's just outdated. But... Uh, The argument that I have with people on on why popular vote for the presidential election should matter as well is because in your state, your popular vote wins your candidates, governor, uh, Senate, U.S. House of Representatives. We don't go by an electoral college for those, uh, which would be kind of odd anyways, because you'd have the major cities um, holding most of that as well, Uh, but it would still balance out in the end. However... It would be kind of hot if you had a electoral college for uh, governor race and things of that nature. So obviously for U.S. House of Representatives, it's your district. So it's not the same thing. Uh, But my point being is that uh, we need to change this in this country. We need to change it to popular vote. Uh, We need to do this because as we found out last election popular vote does not decide the election at electoral colleges which means many people last election were like really mad at the fact that their vote didn't count in the end you know and as I'm doing this podcast I see many people I see uh unfortunately I see people going next to polls with signs and uh, things of that nature uh and I'm talking about uh, people representing both parties. Uh, but Biden supporters, as I could see now, have stayed away from the polls and are kind of down the street. But uh, Trump supporters are kind of next to the polls and honking. Uh, but anyways, poll. I, this is why this election is frustrating to me to watch. Uh, I'm glad people are excited about their uh, candidates. I am glad about that. But let's not intimidate people into voting for... I mean, people have already made up their mind, pretty much. Uh, there's been a couple... You know, there's a couple people that probably don't make up their mind until they get inside and vote. But come on now. Anyways. Uh, the Electoral College today will decide the election. I believe it's 270 candidate Or 270 Electoral College votes... Uh, decide the election, and uh, whoever gets that first uh, wins the presidential election. And uh, we, you know, we're going to concentrate on the popular vote as well. But uh, the popular vote doesn't really count. Uh, it counts in the state that wins the electoral college. Uh, but when it comes down to a whole, it could not decide the election, as we found out in 2016. Uh, So I think we as Americans need to get together, change this flawed system uh, so we can get more people to turn out to vote and uh, actually have a democracy in America, like a true democracy. And uh, that's really all I have to say uh, with this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please listen to the next Angry American Podcast today as we'll talk about why voting should be a federal holiday or a state holiday, depending on what's going on with the elections. And uh, I hope you'll join me for the next podcast. Please be sure to share this podcast. And uh, thank you again for listening. Have a great rest of your day. And uh, get out there and vote.